Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Steven as we go over all the week one shenanigans and share some overreactions because what is better than a couple of overreactions from week one, baby? Uh, We then talk about all the week two lines, give some unsolicited gambling advice, and continue our road to the Super Bowl. We're in week two, baby. It goes by fast. You know, you think at the beginning of the season, it's a, it's a slow, slow uh, jog to the finish line. No, it's a sprint. Football season's back, baby, and I am living it. So, without further ado, here is my dear friend, Steven Bruin. Whoop. Week one overreactions. We are set to go. How are you doing, Steve? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Heard one of your early hot takes, so I'm glad to hear, I want to hear the rest of them. I know you do. I'll tell you this. Let's start off real quick with the Aaron Rodgers injury that happened last night. Um, that is the most unironically. That's the most ironically. Sorry, not unironically. Most ironic, funny thing to happen to Jets fans, and also a tragedy to happen to Aaron Rodgers. I feel terrible for him. I feel terrible for Jets fans. I uh, I can't believe that happened. Four snaps in, like. I, I, I said in the podcast last week, and I've been telling this to everybody, I think Rodgers was washed regardless. Uh, I wanted to see him fail as a quarterback with the Jets. I wanted them to be bad. I thought that was going to happen. I am not happy with what happened on uh, yesterday's game. Uh, 22 million people watched that and uh, saw Rodgers basically probably end his career, and if not his career, ended his prime of his career on uh, the fourth snap of the game. So... Uh, my take on that is I feel terrible for Rogers. I, I can't put myself in the position of, of Aaron Rodgers fans or Jets fans. The way I thought about it is like, if Tom Brady went to the bucks and first series in towards Achilles, how would I feel? I'd be devastated. So I, I feel for that. I hope he makes a good recovery. I'll be plays next year. Um, that's insane. The hype around Rogers and the Jets this year was gargantuan trade word, by the way. Uh, and it literally came to a massive, unmovable wall four plays in, and now Zach Wilson's our quarterback. And uh, they won the game, by the way, which is incredible. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, out for the season, maybe his career. How do you feel? First thing first. It was insane. You literally just turn on the game, and he's out. And then just from watching it, too, everyone could tell that he was done for. That was not a he's coming back injury. I think enough of us have watched sports long enough to see when someone goes down like that, but they're not coming back. Yeah. And then we just got we just got confirmation that he he is out. So it will not be fun for it's funny that the Jets went all out to get Aaron Rodgers and then it's it's basically the same team as last year now again. <laughs> they're right it's back so to the Jets. same team. It's so Jets, dude. Except now they got Delvin Cook as RB2. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'll say two things real quick. Number one, I was at a bar, and the barkeep came to the table, and I said, did you see Rogers? They're like, yeah, hi, Uncle Spring. Going to be off for like four or six weeks. I said, huh? When they announced that? We drove to a bar at halftime. So I was like, did they announce it at half? I saw. I get updates from Schefter and Rappaport. Nobody announced that. I was like, I talked to the person. I saw, the tw- the I saw that tweet going around, though. Like, yeah, I talked to the person. I was at the, at the bar, though. I was like, there's no way he saw that. And then uh, and then I saw the replay of the injury, and I was like, there's no way that's an ankle sprain. Like, the best-case scenario was, like, a foot break. But the way he stood up and went back down, like, I've seen, and I'm not a doctor, obviously, but they showed the replay. It looked like a rubber band in his, in his, in his calf, which that's an Achilles. It happened with Durant. It happened with Kobe. It happened with um, a few other athletes where it's like, the thing is, you either – you. From what I've read and what I've heard is you feel like you got kicked in the back and there's nobody behind you. And that happened. Like he stood up and went back down without walking it off. Like he definitely, and it's a terrible injury. It feels like being shot. It feels like a lot of things, but it's adrenaline and stuff. So the, the Rogers injury is tragic and uh, awful. And I mean, sucks for the jets. And I have no, I, I have no happiness in his injury i i wish that he just stunk and was bad like i thought he was gonna be but um no he's yeah his career might be over i think he's gonna come back next year and a doctor a team doctor for 18 years whatever was on espn saying like he should just lose a little mobility he can still play football it's better than the acl at that age but i mean we'll see 
I think he will come back next year because he's getting like hundred million dollars next year. But so we'll see what happens. That's that's insane. That's the most Jets thing ever. There's a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Larry David's friend killed himself, and he killed himself because of the Jets. And Curb Your Enthusiasm is the most real show there is, comedy or real or any or drama or anything. And that is one of the funniest episodes ever. And I watched it again last night after the after when I got home because I was like, there are so many Jets fans watching this. And I hate the Jets. I despise the Jets. I actually hate the Bills more than the Jets, but the Jets are up there. They're in the top three of the teams I hate the most, and I still feel bad. And it's, again, one of the four most, most cursed franchises in the league. I think the other contenders are the Bills, who <laughs> lost last night with against Zach Wilson uh the browns and the lions and the jets just showed that they might be the curse the most cursed of all so okay that's the intro we're going to talk each team through the games the rogers news is obviously insane and it's terrible but let's talk every game okay you ready steve anything else to say about rogers or no you're good nah see you next year bud (laughs) (laughs) okay thursday night we have the costly money Kirk Cousins Minnesota Vikings versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Kirk Cousins, by the way, cost me about four hundred bucks this weekend, and I am irate. I I'll tell you the truth. I lost about five hundred bucks on uh on the Sunday games. Uh, typical week one. The the can't miss parlay missed yet again. Uh, I think all I sections. Sent, I think well, no, the the Washington Commies won. Uh, but I think I, I think I send the the meme or the get or the TikTok or whatever in the group chat where it's a uh, it's a uh, Casey Affleck pulling the gun at the cop office. <laughs> it's like the cat Miss Barley missed again. I can't stand this. I hate Kirk Cousins. Uh, this game's interesting because Eagles were favored by seven. The Eagles stunk against the Patriots. Uh, we're going to talk about the Patriots a lot in this podcast. I'm going to do that right now. And I think Mac Jones is for real. I think the Patriots are for real. But the Eagles did not play well. And Jalen Hurts got outplayed by Mac Jones. And that defense uh, did not do too well outside of the two turnovers in the first quarter, which obviously impact won the game. Here's the thing, though. Do I trust Kirk Cousins on a short week? Primetime, Kirk. Primetime. After he just did that against the Bucks and cost me my mortgage, my rent. I don't have a house. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to take the Eagles minus seven. And also, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. I will tease the Eagles down. By the way, I had them plus six. It just moved up when I uploaded. Uh, or minus six. I, I, I'll say this right now also. We're going we're gonna to do the announcement here. So week one, I went... Uh, Whoa! What the hell happened here? You went nine and seven. I went nine and seven. Stephen went six and ten. Okay, I'm up <laughs> three three games. Sorry about that. I am also again very drunk doing this. I just went to get drinks. Uh, okay, so I got the Eagles minus seven. Steve. Uh, you know Kirk actually played pretty good in that game against Tampa. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Don't say that. No. I watched that we're, game because I had a lot of money on say, him. He fumbled and turned it over in the in the yeah in the, yeah. Besides, besides the turnovers, besides the turnovers, you know, pass all right. I'm gonna take the Vikings here. I think they can cover seven. They're gonna lose, but I don't think they're gonna lose by seven. I bet they lose by like six. So you, you tease them down, the Eagles, you for sure take. But I think the Vikings can cover seven. I don't Last think they're gonna season, win. The Vikings were eleven and zero one score games. So you're gonna tell me they're gonna be zero and two starting this year? Yep. Okay. 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 By or the way, they get or they get exactly seven and it's a push. Yeah, that's fine. By the way, this game happened last year. The Eagles were four point favorites, I think. I had two hundred dollars on the Vikings money line. They got blown out. I don't forget that. I watched it at press, a bar at week two is at press. It's my first big loss of the year, first of many. Um only one on the Vikings, though, I'll tell you that. I lost a lot of money on the Bucks last year. A lot of money on the Bucks, And I just can't stand that my first big money bet of this year was against the Bucks, and they cost me again. I just can't believe it. And it, it sickens me. And 
It makes me all, it makes me not want to gamble, but I'm going to keep gambling because why not? Game two, the Green Bay Packers at the Falcons. The Green Bay Packers are one and a half point favorites in Atlanta. So I have uh, somebody I talk to a lot, and her name is Alex. And her hot take of the week, it's going to be a weekly thing. Stick a, dup- stick a dick up your ass. Jordan Love is it, is what she said. And I agree. Jordan Love um, is it. And he played great. And I predicted he would play great. By the way, that Bears team is the worst team in football. We're going to talk about them later. But let's talk about the Packers real quick. Jordan Love's a guy. That offense looked good. The defense is great. The offensive line is really good. Um, I'm scared to bet this because I think there's a slight overreaction to how they played against the Bears into this game because I think if they would have lost or if they would have played it close, the Falcons would have been one-point favorites or something like that. But uh, I think this Packers seems for real. And I think Desmond Ritter is another bad quarterback that can get completely shellacked by this Packers defense. So give me the Packers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers too. I don't know. I retract my statements from last week by saying Jordan Love's not good. He's not <laughs> going to be good. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take the Packers. Uh, this is the Falcons game was the game I actually watched. So the I don't like Desmond Ritter. I know this is in Atlanta. I don't really care. Uh, there'll probably be just as many Packers fans there in <laughs> in Atlanta. So give me give me the Packers. I love it. I I think what you're saying is right though. But their line is going to. They might they might have success, dude. On this one, Ritter. Yeah, Ritter's not. This good. might be a. This might be like like the same score that the Packers had last time. We'll have to wait till they play like I think a legitimate team. I don't even know when that would actually be. Uh, the Packers are going to make the playoffs, right? We we can do this exercise again. There are seven teams that make the playoffs in each conference. The NFC is hard to find the seventh team. Honestly, after week one, it's going to be either the Seahawks or Vikings. Because if you go through it, like, yeah. it's hard to find it. The Packers are a playoff team. Uh, yeah, I think the Packers come in, in second in this division. Yeah, I agree. They could and, come in first, too, by the way. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think uh, every team could come first. I think there's an opportunity for any team to come first. This will be the first year in the NFL, in the history of the NFL, where people start saying, are conferences relevant? Should we get rid of the conferences? Because there's one conference that is vastly superior than the other. If uh, I could get rid of, I would I would start with the NBA before I did the NFL. Yeah, I know, but the NBA it's been doing for the last, uh, I mean, except for the last couple of years, the East has been a little better. But like since since like since we were like high school freshmen, people were saying get rid of the conferences because the East stinks. In the East, and, I still uh, think is the West is much better. The West is still. better still, but it's like the elite, the top of the East is still great. But, um, I mean, think about that. When we were, like, sophomores in high school or juniors in high school, it was like LeBron making the finals every year for the, for the remainder of our adolescence and most of our adulthood. So, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty insane. Glad that um, bump stinks now. <laughs> uh, okay. On to game three. Raiders at Bills. The Bills are nine-point favorites against the Raiders. I'm going to say this. What Josh Allen did yesterday – is offensive to football fans. And uh, he's regressed back to his old self. And this is gonna yeah. be this is gonna be a pattern of this podcast in my week one overreactions where what happened is, and I was gonna start this with Rogers. I can't because he got hurt, but old quarterbacks that weren't good last year aren't gonna be magically good this year. And it started with Rogers. Again, he's not going to be in this because he got hurt in the fourth snap. But it has Russell Wilson. It's had Derek Carr. It has Drew Brees. It has at least Drew Brees out of the league, I know. It has Kirk Cousins. It has these people that were not great in the last year or two, magically expecting them to be great because of change of scenery or because of new coach. When you're old, you're old. It happens. It sucks. I don't like it. Tom Brady's not everybody. It happens to everybody besides him. Everybody, when Peyton Manning got old, he couldn't throw a ball. When Drew Brees got old, he couldn't throw a ball. And you saw last year with Russell Wilson. You saw last year with with um, with Derek Carr, and everybody's expecting like a resurgence from them. Well, how about this? When I see Daniel Jones or Geno Smith 
revert to their old self in week one. You know what that makes you think? They're going to be that for the entire season. Because guess what? That last year was an anomaly. And with Josh Allen, two years ago, when he was an MVP candidate, he was amazing. Last season, he turned the ball over a lot. People said he was injured. He was. This season, he starts off with the four turnovers in the first game. Four bad turnovers, too. It wasn't good DB plays. It was legit just four, like, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. I don't like Josh Allen. I'm concerned for the Bills. Makes me happy as a Pats fan. The Raiders will cover this. Jimmy G is a winner. Uh, he's not great, but he wins games and he makes them close. I think the Bills being nine-point favorites is a joke. Give me the give me the Raiders to cover here. If they if they lose if they don't cover, I wouldn't be surprised. That offense is a great, but the Bills looked abysmal. The Bills looked like one. Josh Allen was one of the three worst quarterbacks this week, and it was against Zach Wilson, who. All Josh Allen has to do is be semi-competent, and they win that game easily. And he couldn't do it. He was he went for too much. And it's literally like that's how he played his rookie in second year, where as a Patriots fan, I've mentioned it like seven times. It's like my it's like my it's like my my pronouns. I'm a Patriots fan. Uh, I uh, I love seeing that Josh Allen play that way. That reminds me of his rookie season when he just was throwing it around all over the place. So I'm gonna hit the Raiders cover here. Nine points is too much for a team for a Buffalo team that just looked terrible. I've talked a lot. I just gave a massive hot take, but I'm gonna tell you this: it's your turn, Steve. Get at me. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Raiders as well to cover. I think that spread's a little, little, little big, and I think. The Raiders, they played good against the Broncos, but they were getting locked up on defense a lot. I don't think the Bills have a cornerback as good as Patrick Sertain, so Mm-mm. I think I think Devontae Adams actually might have a big game this time. Because Sertain was locking up Devontae Adams that entire game. So I think Jimmy G will have a little more options instead of just throwing to Myers the entire time. So give me the Raiders. I don't think they win, but I think they cover nine and a half. Sertain's a top... Um... Top five corner, easy. Oh, easily. I if I might be if top plays, three or top two. Like honestly, if he plays, if he plays like he did last game the entire year, I I wouldn't be surprised. If He'll like be a first team all pro. Yeah, easily. And like if there's not some crazy lineman that has an insane stat like Michael Parsons usually does, he could he could win defense player year. That's my that's my hot take. Patrick Chetain right now is on trajectory to win. <laughs> not much of a hot take. Honestly, I agree with that. I think yeah. uh, I think it was incredible and. I um I try not to be overreactioned on the first week. I know that this is we're going over reactions or we're doing a lot of on a lot of these lines, but uh no, you look at you look at what the Bills looked like last week and what the and what the Raiders looked like last week. Nine points is absurd. It's absurd. Yeah, versus a better quarterback, uh better weapons on offense than the Jets. So yeah, I, I like I like this Raiders team to cover nine and a half. I would take that all day. I would not be surprised if the Raiders went out right. I would not. I'm not. I'm not, I not bet, I feel, I'm not betting that. I wouldn't bet that at all. But I'm saying, like, I would not be surprised. That's an upset alert because I think this Bills team, trouble in paradise. Trouble. In yeah. Paradise. <laughs> Losing to Zach Wilson like that is not good. No. So okay, we'll move on. Ravens at Bengals. I think the Ravens and the Ravens look bad. They 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 won pretty handily against the Texans, but for the first half, they were not looking good. The Bengals were one of the three biggest disappointments this weekend with the Seahawks and the and the Steelers, I'd say, are probably the three yeah. biggest. Um, I don't put much... This I'm a hypocrite because I have no... I'd put no stock into the Bengals playing like that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you... Oh, geez, the Giants as well. Sorry. Giants were the best. <laughs> that one's a given, though. Uh, <laughs> But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I said I think I said this earlier. I think Geno Smith and and uh, Danny Dimes are are reverting to their mean. I'm not gonna do any of that with uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow didn't play in the preseason at all. Um, mm-hmm. and I do think that matters. I think a lot of these quarterbacks that don't play in the preseason come out super stiff and rusty, and they need to stop. They need to play like three or four series in the preseason. 
Uh, yeah. You're not going to get hit. And if you do, it doesn't change if you got hit in the regular season. You know, it's not it's not a huge difference. It's actually like real life game time. And I think that I, I, I don't know if this is factual or not. This could be all in my head, but it feels like the last like five years to when quarterbacks stop playing in the preseason whatsoever, that week one is so rusty. Is that wrong? Or I, I could it could be all fictional. It could be made up. But I feel like the last the last few years that week one has always been like, geez, this guy looks bad. This guy looks rusty. This guy looks like he hasn't played. Um, I don't know, but I'm gonna tell you this right now. The Bengals also cost me a lot of money last week, and Deshaun Watson stunk. Uh, the Ravens are so hard to gamble on or against because I I refuse to after they lost me about a thousand dollars last season in the early games. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bengals three and a half. I do think that they bounce back. The weather was bad in 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 Ohio. Last week, I'm gonna just take the the Bengals. I obviously picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I have Joe Burrow as my MVP, so I'm gonna take the Bengals to cover here and bounce back. And I think they're gonna be uh, good going forward. Uh, I'm gonna take the Ravens to cover, but the Bengals to win. I think it's gonna be a close game. Uh, fun sad. Bengals are two and four, and they're against the spread against their last six uh, against that. AFC North, so they always play close. Can you games. say that again? You kind of, you kind of. Uh, there. <laughs> oh, you cut out for me too. Uh, oh, yeah. The Bengals, the Bengals are two and four against the spread against the AFC North opponents. So last six games, okay. Last six games, yeah. So give me, give me the Ravens cover. I think close game, close game. But I think Joe Burrow has a much better. Actually, can't do worse than that. So he's gonna have a better game regardless, unless he <laughs> throws sixty. Unless he throws sixty yards this game. Joe Burrow signed the biggest contract in NFL history and three days later at the worst game of his career. It's honestly yeah. baller. I love that for him. Dude, he should have been an NBA player, dude. Check out after he got his back. Let's go. I love it. Okay. Seahawks have Lions. The Lions are five and a half point favorites. Um, Kind of a teaser line. I hope this moves up, but I don't think it will. I do not know why the Lions are only five and a half point favorites. I think the Seahawks. Oh wow, we were talking about disappointing teams. Did I mention the Seahawks? I didn't, did I? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you mentioned them in passing. Sure, hopefully, I did. I mean, again, I think Geno Smith has reverted to his mean, um, or he's regressed to his mean, where he's very mediocre. I think last year was an anomaly, and he got money, and. He's going to go back to being Geno Smith of old, which is a very mediocre quarterback that can throw a little bit, but not too much. And they lost both their tackles. They just signed 42-year-old Jason Peters, who that's like emergency break glass type guy to sign. Like, he's not an NFL caliber lineman anymore. And I don't know. I can see the Seahawks covering this. I don't think they will. I'm going to take the Lions, but... It looks like the Seahawks are in, tr- in trouble. Um, that Rams team last last week, that looked like a team of CFL players. <laughs> they know most of the people that were out there. <laughs> yeah, it was besides Aaron Donald and uh, Stafford. It seemed like a team that would be in the UCFL or the XFL or the CFL. I don't know most of those players, and I know a lot about football. And... Who was the receiver that got 10 receptions? Is Puka Noah? What's yeah. his name? I thought he was Puka, right. for sure. Yeah. Puka, yeah. Who is he? Never heard of him. And Skoranek. I know I've heard of Skoranek before, but like, what? <laughs> That's the most embarrassing Seahawks loss that I can remember. They should have won that game by 30 points. And they got embarrassed. And they got blown out. And Gina looked bad. So, you know, last year, a lot of people said, will the Seahawks even win a game? And I was in the camp of they're going to stink. And they made the playoffs. And Gino was a top 10 quarterback. And you know what? When a guy's a top 10 quarterback, his 10th or 12th year in the league, but he was never in that position before. You know what that means? There's a good chance he reverts back to being what he was. And it's a week one overreaction. But maybe Gino isn't it. And maybe the Seahawks team stinks. 
And maybe this Lions team is great because it'd just be the Chiefs. I have the Lions five and a half. And I hope it moves up so I can tease it down. But they will win this game. I do not see the Seahawks winning this game. Steve? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions as well. Uh, watching that Chiefs-Lions game was so entertaining. Just watch Aiden Hudson just become an absolute destroyer of worlds. So <laughs> this will be fun. Uh, it's Lions home game opener and the their cornerback, Gardner Johnson, told everyone to wear blue ski masks. And they sold out of all the blue ski masks they had for sale in the city. <laughs> There's just going to be people all <laughs> in Detroit field just with a blue shiesty on just heckling the shit out of the Seahawks. So give me the Lions. Let's go. Um, Okay, we're going to do this and then we're going to take a break and do the final few games. Uh, well, uh, yeah, let's do this in the break. Okay, Chargers at Titans, favorite line of the week. The Chargers are three-point favorites in Tennessee. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was the worst quarterback this week, and it wasn't close. Uh, he should not be a starting quarterback. I don't think Will Levis was even dressed up. And Malik Willis, we sh- saw him last year, was terrible. And Ryan Tannehill should have thrown seven or eight picks in that game. <sighs> There's a lot of drop picks. They yeah. they lost by one, I think. Um, the Chargers, mm-hmm. on the other hand, had Brandon Staley again doing Brandon Brandon Staley things and being an idiot. But uh, they probably played the best team in Week One so far. Three yeah, if we had power. If we had power rankings. I think Dolphins would be number Dolphins one. Dolphins right are now. one, yeah. And I put the Chargers like six or seven. The Titans would be like twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, give me the Chargers. Easy, like. Yeah, Herbert's gonna score thirty points a game. I think every game on average. I don't see that Titans can even come close to getting that. Tannehill stinks. Yeah, he's terrible. He's like he's putrid. He should not be in the league anymore. Against the Chargers secondary too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would, I would put. I, I now I'm not gonna do this because I'm responsible of gambling. I would, put my, I would. Put my life savings on the Chargers plus or minus three this week. If but I had to pick, like, a, if I had to pick a game, I would do this. But also, week one, I thought Bengals was the lock of the century. I, I mm-hmm. got busy, didn't go to the casino, but maybe this is my lock of the century now. Well, you're a smart man. Week one, I thought my lock of the century was the Commanders Vikings tease, which uh, cost me a lot of money. But this one, if I'm going to tell you this, if the Chargers don't cover three against the Titans. Brandon Staley should be fired. Herbert mm-hmm. should be Herbert should be benched. He should be traded to the Denver Broncos. Yeah, get rid of straight him. up. Yeah, straight up. Sure. No, one I'm not for even one. kidding. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, yeah we're going Chargers. Okay, we're going. We're both going Chargers. Go Chargers. Um, okay, we're gonna take one quick break. We're back. Watch the games. See you on the other side. Ooh wee. Let me let me sip on this real quick. That's an ice-cold silver bullet. Right down my gullet. This is not an advertisement for Coors Light. I wish it was. And it could be. Or it could be you. Anybody listening to this podcast can ask me for the analytics of this damn show. And I will show them that we have listeners. A lot of them. More than people that listen to this podcast would expect. And, of course, our dream sponsorship is Coors Light. However... If another beer brand, I'm not going to say any names, but if another beer brand wants to sponsor us, I will toss all my Coors Light off of my balcony onto the street below. A lot of homeless people will be happy that we had a lot of free beer. However, I don't want to make them happy. I would like to make them happy, but I don't want to make them happy through beer. I would like to make them happy through philanthropy and through getting them homes. So if anybody... Under the Sun wants to sponsor this podcast, please reach out. I'll send you our analytics. I'll send you our listening data. You'll like what you see. I promise. And if you do give us a beer sponsorship outside of Coors Light, some homeless people will be happy too. Back to the show. We are back. Uh, We took a break before the halfway point, so we have a lot of games to talk about. So let's zoom through a couple of these bad This is our first bad one. Bears at Bucks. Bucks are three-point favorites. 
you know, I'm going to say this real quick, Steve. If the Bears would have played the Packers even semi-close, they would have been favored in this game by two or two two and a half points, I think. This is an overreaction to week one. However, I love it. I think the Bucks cover. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I've been adamant about this through the preseason. I was adamant about this on the first episode we did. I say this in the group chat. I've said this to everybody I can speak to. What the Bears should have done is drafted Bryce Young, traded Justin Fields to the Panthers, and recouped a first-round pick. The fact they didn't do that is going to result in them being one of the worst teams in the NFL again this year. He threw two passes 15 yards downfield last game. Two. The entire game. They're getting blown up. Um, that's me. That's me playing quarterback. I don't throw it when I play when I play when I played flag football in undergrad. I would not throw it 15 yards deep more than once or twice a game. Because guess what? I don't have the arm. Now he obviously has the arm, but the problem is he doesn't use it. He's a one read and then run quarterback. And I don't know who said this, but there are quarterbacks that are also athletes. And then there's athletes that they force to become quarterbacks. And so like a Mahomes, a Josh Allen, a Burrow, a Lamar Jackson, those are quarterbacks that are also athletes. They can move. Um, Obviously Lamar is more athletic than the other ones I mentioned, but still. All those guys can move. They're good in the pocket. They know how to run when they need to. But then you have people like Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or Anthony Richardson, who we haven't seen enough of yet, who are athletes that are forced to be quarterbacks. And it looks like Justin Fields should not be a quarterback. He just can't read defenses. Um, this is this is too much hate on a guy that's in his third year, but last year he was terrible besides running and fantasy football has basically propelled him to be a minor MVP candidate. He looked like the worst quarterback in football this week. He couldn't, he was, he should not be a quarterback in, in the NFL. And what's going to happen is they're going to have one of the worst records again. Now they have two first round picks next year and they're going to get Caleb Williams. Probably they should tank. Like if they don't win this game, which I don't think they will, if they lose to the bucks, that should be the end of Justin Fields. They should bench him. I don't know who the backup is, but it's pointless to even play him. Just start fresh. Go get, go tank, get Caleb Williams. Because Caleb Williams is actually one of those guys. Like in the line of QBs since Peyton Manning, right? You have Andrew Luck. You have Trevor Lawrence. You have, um, who am I forgetting? There's one guy I'm forgetting here. Whatever. Uh, but they, yeah, huh? I think that's everyone. No, but there's one more guy in there. I'm sorry, but it, it doesn't matter. But you have Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is a cast can miss, and the Bears need a quarterback. They have not had a quarterback in the history of our lives, or probably our parents' lives. Who's the best quarterback in Bears history? Is it Jay Cutler? <laughs> in our life, yeah. In ever, Jim McMahon. Like it's literally <laughs> nobody. Gotta look it up. Sid Luckman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Sid. Sid. 1939, But I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this rant on Justin Fields. But I'm. I'm like. It was. It was insane that that we were that we were told that we were basically force fed that this guy's the best because he had a good fantasy season last year. He was running. He passed. I think I said this last week. I might not have because I was very intoxicated. I'm very intoxicated now. Um, I think he threw the least amount of passes for a qualified starter since 1969 or something like that. Uh, this guy doesn't throw the ball, and he doesn't throw downfield, and he doesn't know how to throw downfield, because guess what? He didn't learn those progressions at Ohio State. He doesn't know. like he. Ohio State's different with how they set up their offense. Their offense is predicated on Guess what? We have three or four NFL receivers on our team that will be open every single pass. It's a three-step, five-step drop, five-step drop, wide open guy every time. And in the NFL, it's not like that. And that's why Ohio State quarterbacks usually struggle. And hopefully Fields gets it. Hopefully CJ Stroud gets it. 
but I'm not too confident in Fields right now. Like he looks so bad. He looks so so bad against the, against the Packers, and that makes me worried about the Packers too. Because I'm like, are the Packers that good? Because it just like they're I I pick I think they're gonna be good. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. But I'm like, was the bear are the Bears just Fugazi? Like they're just <laughs> was that was that a false week one? Is false flag? Yeah. So I'm sorry. I, my my thoughts on the Bears are they are not a legitimate franchise this year, and I think they're gonna lose twelve to fourteen games. Um. I just don't. I just don't think they are. I don't think they're good. So I'm gonna take the Bucks. By the way, the Bucks are two and zero. That's insane. Baker. So also, I don't even say anything about Baker in this whole thing. The Bucks sucked last week and they won. They got outgained so much by the Vikings and they won. So this game is literally the breaking make or break point for the Bears. They need to win this game. If they lose this game, they are a. 13 to 15 loss team this year. And I'm not even kidding. They have to win this if they want any hope. Sorry, Steve, give your take. I'm back. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Bucks too. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just builds my equity good. They look terrible against the Packers. And the Bucks defense is not as good as the Bears. Uh, the Packers. <laughs> the Bucks it's are close, not though. It's good. close, though. They do have playmakers. They do have playmakers, but... We'll see, but I, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I don't think it's this seems like an easy game, but I'm only basing this off what we saw last week, which was nothing for Justin Fields. Basically, so they don't have a run game. They have basically like Darnell Mooney catching balls, <laughs> which is definitely not who you want as your number one receiver. He's what been dropping to... our fantasy league, by the way. Hope you know. Yeah, I might pick him up, stash him. But uh all the Bears fans clamoring about DJ Moore going to be basically the next, you know, wide receiver one. Didn't really show that last week, so <laughs> we'll see. But uh, yeah, I think uh, fantasy football has ruined people's brains on what's a good quarterback. So uh, I'm gonna go. With the, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I agree. Yeah, it's fantasy. It's all fantasy. Uh, Chiefs and Jaguars. Uh, one of the top three games of the week, I think. So. Excuse me. Kansas City is three point favorites in Jacksonville. Um, I don't know why. I think I mean you have Kelsey coming back, but those receivers stink. And I'm going to be adamant. I picked the Lions to to cover last week. I picked the Lions. Pro- I think I probably said they would win. They have a chance to win. Um, I think the Jaguars win this game outright. I could be wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm wrong. But I really think that the Chiefs are talent-deprived at the wide receiver position, and that'll haunt them all year. Now, they can win this game. I'm not saying they can't. Um, of course they can. Mahomes is a Mahomes. And I'm a Mah- Like, here's the thing. I hate on Mahomes in the history of this podcast. We started this podcast when the uh, we started this podcast when the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl. Okay, and I hated Mah- yeah, that Mahomes. Year. Yeah, I hated Mahomes the whole year. He was great. He's phenomenal. Uh, and I, I'm not actually a hater. I'm just like I'm slowly rolling the goat stuff. But the thing is, I said this in the very first podcast. And a lot of my things came came to fruition in the first week where I said, like, this this Chiefs team reminds me of the 2006 Patriots where they don't have weapons. Well, what happened in that game? It was literally like drop, 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 pick six because of it. Um, now, Kelsey is different. Kelsey is obviously great. Uh, it just it just it just concerns me. And I think that I think Trevor Lawrence is taking a leap this year. That game against the Colts was shitty, but I'm going to I'm going to have some hope in him. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs win this outright and cover. Um, but I'm going to do Jake's cover. I think it's a close game. I'm going to get you want my hot take, my biggest hot take. Yeah. I'm not certain the Chiefs make the playoffs this year. <sighs> and I don't think, I do not think they win the division. So I think it would be a wild card. I think the Chargers win the division. So I'm going to say that that's a terrible hot take. I don't think it comes. I don't, but I'm. I'm going to be honest. I honestly, 
my thought is this. I do not believe in the Chiefs this year. I think that they are talent-deprived with the wide receiver position, like I just said. Kelsey's their only guy that I'm confident in to catch passes. He could get hurt anytime. That's a bone bruise in the knee. It's careful. The defense is fine. It's good, but it's not great. I don't know. I'm just not in on the Chiefs this year. I think they, they, I don't think that they have anything. And next year and the year after that and the year after that, they'll be fine. But this year, mm-mm. give me the Jags. How about that? Clip that. TikTok me. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think Travis Kelsey is that big of a difference of a playmaker for this team. I think he gets more guys a little more open. I think he just, he's their whole offense. I think everything runs through that. And I think you can't replace him. He's like Gronk. You can't replace a guy like that on the team when you ski, when you draw up your whole game plan for that kind of guy and then you can't use him. They You can't just place someone random there and just, they'll do the same thing as another guy. Travis Kelsey is that guy. I think he makes a big difference in this game. Uh, I think the Chiefs cover this three and win by five. You say he's like Gronk, huh? Yeah, probably better. One second. I'm looking at second Super- best. <laughs> I'm looking at Super Bowl 51 right now, real quick. Did Gronk win the game? Hmm. <laughs> 28 to 3. I don't think he played in that game. I'm just going to make sure. Yeah, no Gronk. <laughs> he came back from 28 3, just so you know. No Gronk in that game. I don't think he's Gronk. This wasn't the Falcons game. <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> He wasn't playing. No, he was re- he was still playing. He just was already towards ACL that year, I think. No, I know. I said he wasn't there. <laughs> I know. That's my boy Gronk. He doesn't need to be there. He's better than Kelsey. Uh, that proved nothing for either point. Um, okay. Easy game here. Yeah. Colts at Texans. Texans one and a half point underdogs at home. I have no idea who wins this game. I will not bet this game. This is a game that I will stay away from for my life. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm going to take the Colts to cover. Um, the Texans should want... The Texans want to lose. I can't believe that picking CJ Stroud is idiotic. They should not have taken a quarterback there. Honestly. Uh, again, there's two quarterbacks in this draft that are better than every quarterback prospect besides um, Bryce Young in this next draft. So I understand you have to sell it to your, G- to your GM if you're the coach, or you have to sell it to the owner if you're the GM, but the thing is, do you realize that Caleb Williams is coming up in this year? Do people not understand that? Yeah, like it's why it's are not you really drafting... common to get two guys that are this good within like you know six years? Why are like, you, you drafting CJ Stroud? Why are you drafting Anthony Anthony Richardson? Both these teams, literally, sign Minshew to be your quarterback for the year, or sign or have Case Keenum be your quarterback. I think a good GM or a coach can sell that to the owner that says, hey, we can get Caleb Williams next year, you know, and do a three-year plan with him. These teams are both mm-hmm. stupid. Anthony Richardson, by the way, last week was actually a good quarterback because Shane Steichen ran an offense that benefited him. And the problem is there's a lot of quarterbacks where they don't do that. And they did. And by the way, all the Justin Fields hate I've said this whole podcast or this whole this whole bit, um, a lot of that is on the OC run plays that will su- make him successful. Uh, the the Eagles did that last year for Jalen Hurts. So that offensive coordinator is now the head coach of the Colts. He did it for Anthony Richardson last week against the Jaguars. Uh, he was so much better than he would have been if he's just doing three and five and seven stop step drops. So. Given the Colts here, I think that they can easily take this. The Texans, I really don't think the Texans are anything. So I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, a stinky game. I'm going yeah, to bet this. I'm going to take Texans. Uh, I like CJ Shroud. I, I think he'll be the best quarterback out of this class. Not really? I, I don't know. Is that a hot take? <laughs> I feel I like I heard other people say that. Okay, well, that's my hot take. I think CJ Stroud will be the best quarterback in this class in the next five years. Wow. you look five years back, he'll be the best quarterback. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So give me Texans. If we're on for season nine, we'll talk about that. Clip it. Uh, what, 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 
Only 33, 34. Eh, no, longer than that. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, maybe. Maybe not that long. I'm old yeah. as shit. Uh, 49ers at Rams. Rams, eight-point favorite, or eight-point underdogs. Sebulars. Uh, eight-point <laughs> underdogs. Uh, 49ers look like the best team in football last week. Them and the Cowboys, I think, and the Dolphins. Uh, the Rams dominated Seattle, but I just don't think they have it in them to cover this. Again, 49ers, massive tease line. I will be teasing this in everything. So minus it goes to minus plus eight or minus eight to minus two. Uh, but I would say they cover the minus eight. I think they blow them out again. Like, I just don't think this Rams team is that good. I think, again, this is a reaction for last week. If they would have got killed by the Seahawks, it would have been a 10-point line, 12-point line. Um, there's no Cooper Cup. So, yeah. Give me the Niners. I'm going to go Niners, too. I don't, I don't trust this fan team to replicate what they did. Again, again, especially against 49ers when they have a whole week to game plan for this team after what they saw last week. Yeah. So good luck to everyone picking up all the people on the Rams. They are not going to do that again for a couple of weeks. Benny's going to spend so much fab on on Puka. I put nothing up for Puka because I knew someone was going to put some out. I'm not going to get him. I'll tell you who I got. Who do you got? Uh, are we telling each other the amounts or just who are, who, who we put it in? I think for? I'm putting Kendrick Bourne. Uh, I put in three for Kendrick. Uh, Bourne. No, no, no. I put in three different. I put in one for Kendrick Bourne. I uh, put one in for Romeo Dobbs. and. How much Johnson. for Kendrick Bourne? Let me get Kendrick Bourne. How much you put for Kendrick Bourne? I didn't put a lot for Kendrick Bourne because I figured a lot of people were going for him. I put like four bucks. Is that more than you? <laughs> yeah, I did not put in even that much. I put in, I can tell you what I put in. Wait, who else did you put in for? Just him. Oh, uh, Romeo Dobbs. I put in for. Yeah, I only and did Roshan Johnson. Yeah, I only did. I just did those three. I didn't put in anything crazy. I and I'm dropping Lazard, Boyd, and Dylan. I'm dropping any of those guys. I'm dropping Mooney. I might, I might, I might pick up Mooney from you. I might just stash him. Well, you if, you get, if, you, if you get if you get Kendrick Bourne, I'll trade Mooney for him right now. <laughs> if you end up getting him. Oh, I put in two. I put on a uh, carry, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. I thought about doing that too. Wait, we're still recording. Let's go past this. Huh? So we're recording. Let's go past this. Yeah, it's fine. It's our fantasy league. By the way, Steven beat me because of the Cowboys defense. So everybody listen. Yeah. Big start by Steven here. To down, <laughs> down 20 points. <laughs> That's a, such a joke. Down 20 points. I was like, I'm not watching Sunday Night Football because I lost fantasy. And I know Dallas Cowboys aren't going to put up 20 points. Oh, they didn't put up 20 points. They put up 35 points. You should have seen me watch that. I'm going to tell you right now, I watched that. They got the first fumble six. You got to 18 points. I was like, oh, that's not big. Uh, the first, the block six, the blocked kick six. And I was like, ah, whatever. And then they got the pick six. I was like, uh-oh. But I am still felt good because I was like, you know, just score like, score 17 points and I'm fine. You know, that'll get, that'll get them off there. Nope. Sack seven times, another fumble. Oh, I didn't. I didn't text in the chat until there was four minutes left in the fourth quarter because I didn't want to spoof myself from a, a, a week one win. Oh, I don't mind that. You can talk all the shit you want. That's it. No, no, no. For myself, I felt like if I text that, boom. Now the Giants are gonna come back. I don't mind shit talking <laughs> you. Oh, it, yeah. was, it was. It was. If I if I text something or tweet something about a sports team, the exact opposite is gonna happen. So I need to not put it out into the universe. Yeah, no, I get that. Well, talking about the Giants, look at that segue. Uh, as Giants at Cardinals, the Giants are five and a half point favorites at Arizona. Uh, I don't know the over under here, but I would bet the under. I think the Giants are stinky. I think Daniel Jones sucks. The Cardinals aren't trying to win games though, so. But it's five and a half, and I'm not betting this. I only bet here. I would do is the under. I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover. Um, I dude, I just can't. I'm not upset. You're gonna probably take the Giants. I understand that that'd be smart, but I just can't get how bad they played there out of my mouth. And I think the Cardinals played good last week against Washington, so the Cardinals won't win this game. But I think it's like a field goal game. Daniel Jones looks so bad. He looks so bad. Steve, I'll tell you. 
I'm just going to take the Giants. I need to get some games back anyways. And I think Daniel Jones will actually – I actually think Daniel Jones is good. But I just – he had a bad game. Or maybe the Cowboys are just legitimately world beaters. I don't know. But I'm going to go – I'm going to go with the Giants. I think they can move the ball a lot better than the commies can. So I respect it. I respect I think it. The, I think they can win. I think they can win by two field goals. I respect that. That's smart. Uh, Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to take the Jets to cover here. I think that defense is a legitimately elite, as they showed against the Bills. Uh, Dak Prescott is Josh Allen light. I don't think he's going to turn the ball over four times, probably two or three times. Um, This is how this game is going to go. I'll tell you right now. I'll give you exactly how it will go. It'll be one or two ways. The Jets play close and lose. Or Zach Wilson absolutely stinks stinks up the bed and the Cowboys win by 30 points or something around that. Three touchdowns, four touchdowns, five touchdowns. I think that the coaching staff is going to be conservative and say, hey, don't do too much. Let the defense work. We'll be fine. So that's what I'm confident in. So I'm going to say the Jets cover this game. Nine and a half is a lot of points when you have a defense that good. The Jets defense is for real, right? We we both agree with that? Yeah, I think they have – some I would say they're probably up there top five defense. Yeah. So I mean nine and a half is kind of like nine and a half is disrespectful. I don't think the Jets win this game. I think they can cover this and they'll be in it at the end. I do think I'm gonna tell you this. Here's my biggest here's I might have said my biggest hot take already. I got a second biggest hot take. Uh top three NFC teams, no order. This is not a hot take, but it is what it what I'll say is gonna be. It's the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC with their defense. I think their defense, Max Mitch, or mixed with their offense, is the best team in the NFC. Week one overreaction, it can change very quickly, but that defense because the Giants looks so good. It's mimicked by the 49ers, but I would take Bra- Dak Prescott over Brock Peter. Jesus Christ. I would take Dak Prescott over. Brock Purdy any day of the week. How about that? Um, everybody should, by the way. But I'm going to do the Jets to cover. We're talking about the Jets. Jets to cover. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't, but that's disrespectful. With that, de- with that defense, that's, dis- that's so disrespectful. Jets score like 13 points. Are you telling me the Cowboys score 23? I guess they could, but it's like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being an idiot, but I think that defense is good. Give me the Cowboys. They can continue their steamrolling until about week eight, so I'm just going to keep picking them. Do you want to know something I'm, I'm thinking right now? What's up? Cowboys make the Super Bowl. Oh, I'll take Not even kidding. Not, it not, is. Not, not being that hot take-ish. I think... I always change my fan, like my fantasy defense every week, but I, I might just keep them until they show me they aren't that elite, or they play a really good quarterback. I think the Cowboys have the best defense outside of the 49ers in football. And I think their offense is better than any comparable offense with that defense. And so I'm just saying. Yeah, top to bottom, I think it's hard to compete with that entire roster. I know, I I think the Chargers are up there, top to bottom roster. Yeah, but they're the dumbest coach ever. And people will say the same thing about Mike, Mike McCarthy, but Mike McCarthy is actually like decent he's actually normal yeah. like, he's not known for making for losing games late in the game every single week yeah important games so I, i'd say he has that up so it may not if you're if you're the worst thing about your team is uh your coach you know like the, he's just he's just okay he's just a good coach he's not great or anything i feel like your team's probably still pretty good yeah and then what the what the chargers have is a guy that should have been fired after last season yeah, we talked about that at nauseum the entire year. Yeah, and I don't, that wasn't even a hot take. I feel like. By the way, he did it again. He did it again in week one. Yeah, he's he did it again. yeah. He started the year reminding <laughs> us, "Hey, he is who he coach. is." I'm not a good coach. Just remind you guys, just in case you didn't know. Um, commies at Broncos. Broncos are three and a half point favorites at home. Uh, 
God, dude, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to just take the Broncos just because, like, I don't know what Washington was doing in that game against Arizona, but they made it way too close. Sam Howell does not look the answer. And also, if you actually think Sean Payton's any good, you don't start 0-2 against those two teams. Because if you do, now you're getting in Jaron Sidham talk. Where it's like let's bench let's let's bench Russell Wilson. Yeah, these are two very. They should have beat the Raiders, and they better beat Washington. Um, I know it's three and a half points, so it's not like they're not they're the underdog or anything. But it's like make a statement. And I don't think Wilson's good at all anymore. I think it was one of the worst trades ever. But if he has anything left. They win this game by a touchdown or more. And if he doesn't, it's Stidham season for, for the Broncos. And I, I seriously think you have to. Like, what are you doing if you lose this game? Yeah, it, I think of Russell. Because he had basically the same game that he's been having last year. So. Yeah, he started 9 for 10. Everybody's like, whoa, he's back. And it's like, yeah. what do you, what do you but, end up? Keep, keep talking. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, he well, he went 27-34 for... 177 yards, but he, if you actually like, down, some, just check downs all the time, yeah. So he just like, dude, this like, it's it's not a fun watch. So honestly, I, I feel like he only has like two more, two more games. Like, if this, or if this team starts 0 and 4, I, I think he's done for. I think he gets benched. If we start 0 and 4, he did, has he, is he the first player to ever play himself out of the Hall of Fame? Oh, dude, he, he might be. I think these his last season in Seattle and then his last this last last season and then if he gets benched, I, uh, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. Anymore. Well, his last season in Seattle, he got hurt and he pl- played fourteen games. But he was still twenty five touchdowns, six picks. Yeah, but last year, La- no, then, last year was sixteen touchdowns, eleven picks. Yeah, if he gets he has two touchdowns, so he's, you know he's on pace for more this year. Eighty <laughs> percent so, uh, completion percentage this year too, by the way. Record, or not. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just when the ball's not moving, and then Sean Payne made a bonehead play on that. I think it was a fourth and three late in the game. Uh, it's like, dude, like, so I don't know. I he don't also, know Sean Payne is also an idiot for fucking doing the onside kick on the first play. Get yeah. over yourself. Yeah, I know this team pisses me off. By the way, they scored a touchdown off that, so that's how they won the game. Yeah, we lost the game because. They started the ball on their their own forty yard line, so no, I mean I think the Broncos can win this game and win this game handedly. Um, yeah, but I want to see Russell play good. I want to see Russell if, play good. I don't want to yeah. win by two points. Yeah, Wilson needs to play good. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. You got Broncos in here too. Yeah, I got the Broncos. Okay, three more games and so we're gone. Um, Sunday night, Dolphins at the Patriots. Ooh, Patriots, game. Yeah, I know it is. Patriots are two and a half point underdogs at home. Uh, I'm going to do my Patriots monologue here real quick, okay? Yeah, let's hear it. I have never been more optimistic about a losing football game than I was last week or this Sunday with Mac Jones. Uh, they spotted him 16 points and they should have won the game. That defense looks for real. I, th- I, I And I'm going to say this about the Dolphins real quick. The Dolphins might be the only team, the only offense that can actually like be successful against that defense because of how fast they are. But regardless, I'm gonna say this: Mac Jones was a top five quarterback last week. Uh, the pick six was bad, obviously, and that that fault faults him down. But Tua was number one. Jordan Love's up there. Uh. After who else is who else would you say? Herbert. Herbert's up there. But after that, it's Mac Jones. That's it. That, yeah. And Mac Jones played so well. And guess what? They have an actual offensive coordinator there with Bill O'Brien. And they should have won that game. He outplayed Herbert, or not Herbert, sorry, Jalen Hurts by quite a big margin. And they lost because they had a receiver that's put one foot down and stepped out of bounds. And I'm not being I'm not trying to be like a super homer for the Patriots, but 
the fact that Allen looked like how he looked and Rodgers towards Achilles makes me very optimistic about the Patriots this season and the fact that they can make the playoffs. And now this is a hard matchup and I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be, like I said, I'm not trying to be like a big homer with this team. I don't know if they beat the Dolphins. And if they do, it's going to be a great game, and Mac Jones will play amazing. Uh, I'm going to pick them only because I think that they, I think that Bill O'Brien is changed his team. Uh, they're going to have both starting guards back against the Eagles. Against the Eagles, Stephen, they didn't have their starting guards against the best pass rush in probably football besides the 49ers. They did not have their starting guards, and Mac Jones did not get t- sacked until the fourth quarter. That's unbelievable. And I'm still concerned about the weapons, but Kendrick Bourne looks good. Hunter Henry looks good. Ramondre Stevenson is Ramondre Stevenson. You have Zeke. You have Juju. You have a lot. I mean, you have players there. Probably Devontae Parker comes back. I, um, I've um, i never been so happy with Mac as how he played today. And people on these Reddit pages and stuff want to hate on Mac. And he had like the 16th best QBR. The 16th best only because of pick six, which obviously decide, which obviously changed the game. I'm not I'm not defending it, but it's like, what was he after that? And what he was after that was super accurate, hitting windows, hitting double routes, playing it within himself, and Bill O'Brien called a good offense. So if they keep doing that, they're gonna win a lot of games. This game is gonna be very hard. This is way too long of a monologue for me to say basically nothing, but I'm gonna take the Patriots to win. Um I'm so optimistic in them. That's the greatest I've felt after a, after a loss in my life. They lost that game, and I was like, oh, okay. They're fine. They're good. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, I've never been like that before. Maybe I'm just a loser now because they don't have Brady. But, by the way, the Tom Brady, uh, God, the Tom Brady uh, inter- or interview and uh, celebration, I'll tell you this. When he ran out on the field in the Patriots jersey, I cried. When he says he's a Patriots for life, I cried. Oh, the I, I was balling. I love Tom Brady. I love him so much. He will not play quarterback again. He weighs less than I do. He weighs less than you do. It's over. He's very skinny. Steve, uh, Dolphins, Patriots. That was a lot of yapping. Let's see how you feel about this loss. Uh, give me the Dolphins. I will feel fine if they lose this. I honestly will. Um, it's a hard schedule to start, but I, I'll feel fine. I don't think they lose, though. How about that? Okay. Two Monday night games. Saints there's and Panthers. Two? Yeah, there's two. I don't know why. Oh, I do know. Because uh, this Monday was 9-11, and Rodgers ran out. Oh, wasn't like Isn't there like a lot of doubleheaders? This this year, I think I saw a tweet about that. There's Is like there? Than, I, I saw a tweet about that. I don't, or maybe I read it wrong. I don't know. Well, I think the reason there I was, hate double. I hate doubleheaders on Monday though. On Thursday, I, I want to see one game. I Monday, I want to see one game. I want to see all the games every day of the week. Uh, yeah, but they go, they cross. I want to like on Monday and Thursdays. I want to just sit down and watch one game. They're they're basically at the same time. Oh, okay. Well, different different thing there. Uh, Saints and Panthers. Panthers are uh, three-point underdogs at home. I don't know. God, this game, who do you want? You pick first on this one. Don't get a game on me. I'm going to agree with whatever you say. (laughs) On the Saints-Panthers? Yeah, Uh, I don't want to pick this one. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to go Saints, dude. Okay, we're both Saints. I I think both these teams stink. Um, Yeah, this is... This is what everyone wants on Monday. Is the NFC South showdowns. Yeah. Okay. Final game: Browns at Steelers. Steelers are two point underdogs at home. Uh, I'm gonna go Steelers just because I really don't put much stock into either of those games. I think the Bengals didn't have their quarterback for the entire preseason. I think the Steelers played the best team in football or one of the best teams in football and stunk. And I think that Deshaun Watson was equally as bad and threw the worst pick of the weekend. So give me the Steelers. It's Cleveland, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns. I think Deshaun's played like absolute shit, but 
So did Brock Purdy. So I know they're playing the 49ers, but the Browns got some good defense players too. Not even close to Nick Bosa though. But uh, give me the Browns. I don't know. Let me get it. Either I go, (laughs) either I'm wrong about a lot of games or I get some extra games on here this week or I go deeper in the hole. (laughs) You might not be able to get out of this. By the way, (laughs) Benny, I'm going to say this in the intro. Benny texted, what time is the pot? I said an hour. He did not respond to that. Uh, we could have had him on. Uh, but anyways, I hate that guy. There's always, there's always next week. Yeah, there's always next week. Uh, okay. Uh, we are probably done here. Anything else you want to say? Nope. I would just say there's not compared to week one, not too many exciting games. But week one kind of stunk because of bad quarterback play. So hopefully this is better. Yeah, but on paper there was a lot of good games. So it looked like they were gonna be good games. I love paper. I'm I'm Michael Scott. That's how much I love paper. Okay. (laughs) I, uh, I'm going to go to sleep, edit this, and it'll be uploaded Thursday morning. Steve, love you. Bye.